Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hi, Amy. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm wonderful, too. So we decided to hit record. That was a good move, right? Yeah. 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 It's a good start. So all of our wisdom doesn't just float off into the air. We're now finally starting it. Definitely. I feel like that's part of the whole reason we wanted to do this, right? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So let's, I'm just going to ask you um, about human design and how it found you or how it's been the most beneficial for you, or just kind of let you speak on what you want to speak on. Um, regarding human design and you. Is that cool? If we start like that, how do you feel about that? I love it. Too much it. pressure? Okay. No. no. <laughs> I have a defined okay, route. Good. I'm good. My pressure good, is my good. own. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. um, I think I've always in some way been interested in some kind of personality typing. Um, and of course, this was presented to me a couple times. And while I love all the energy types, it took a manifester to present it to me for it to click. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> so shocking. I know. And so then I was like, I think it was the third or fourth time that it was presented to me. And I was like, okay, fine. Apparently I'm meant to look into this. And then I think I was just kind of blown away. And I think um, the first couple of podcast episodes I listened to that were relatable to my energy type, which I'm a manifester, my authority, which is emotional, was just like, um, I don't know what to know what they're like, almost liberating, but just like an open permission slip to be who I always felt like I was, but had been quieted or silenced or mm, shushed and all the things that, you know, I don't want to ever be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then I just kind of started digging in. I, I many, I mean, this is how many of us do it. No formal, anything right out of the gate, just like getting really curious. And then as it happens, I started bumping into other people that were looking into it too. And then I just got more and more serious with it. And I think it became more and more that owner's manual, operator manual thing that you hear a lot of people talk about. You and I recently, you know, heard that position as a treasure check, like a treasure map. I love, (laughs) yeah. like, I loved that. Like, why wouldn't we all want our own treasure map to our, you know, beautiful uniqueness? And I think that's, so that was almost two years ago. That was in 2020. So and here it is 2022. So how about you? How did it come into your awareness? I love that. Um, I love so many things you said. I love how there's so many parallels often when I hear this story about how human design came into people's 
worlds, you know, like how we heard uh, when we were on our retreat together, how we heard a lot of people heard about it on a podcast for the first time or how there's all these similarities on how it comes up for people or it was in 2020 for a lot of people when they heard about it. Remember that? And just interesting to me how that happens. And so similarly for me, um, I heard about it on a podcast and I wish so badly I could remember which one and I just can't anymore because it's for me happened spiraled so quickly after that. And I, one thing led me to another thing, led me to another thing. And I, you know, I was down my one line rabbit hole before I even knew what I was really even doing. (laughs) But, um, the first time that I heard the words surrounding, um, specifically my type projector and the description of it is what I heard. Um, It was just like, I remember one or two words that the person said, it was like, I felt them in my, it was like almost like an antenna feeling this in my body. And I was like, what, what are they talking about? Because that sounds like something I need to, it's crazy. I can even feel it now while I'm retelling you this story in my body. And you know, I'm splenic. So that makes sense that it came on me like that. Right. And that I'm a projector, you know, it's intense for me. It's personal. So I, um, I just knew that I had to like quickly learn more about this quickly. Like I was like, I went home that day and was like, Googling things and trying to search for things. And I came on a video and it's uh, the, on the type, she had free content on her site, which I'm so grateful for people that do that in this world, because I really self-learned a lot at the beginning through the internet and people's free content. So thank you all the human design people that came before us out there. Amen. Um, she, her projector video rocked my world. I watched it. I remember specifically, you know, I'm inner vision cognition. So there are these like memories and moments that I have very specific physical. I can close my eyes and re be there again very quickly. Um, and that was one of these moments. It was on my balcony. I watched this video. It was like 20 minutes and I was crying and I was moved and I had never felt so seen in my entire fucking life and I could I just couldn't believe it I watched it again and I was like can can this be real right now because all of a sudden I just felt like okay like I was just okay how I had always been it makes me want to cry right now talking about it but it's so it's that was the feeling it was this feeling of like acceptance from a place of like some out like superior you know universal power that was just like, you're good, man. You've just been like, you didn't know. You didn't yeah. know all these things, but you knew, but like you didn't actively know. Right. Right. And now, you know, so now you get to just be this way. And I just had never felt so um, free and like seen and all of those things that protectors love, but all the types love, all humans love to be seen. Right. We all yes. want to be recognize as you sent me that manifester episode that was cool by the way I listened to it and I texted the manifester in my life besides you my bestie Jeannie and I sent her a message saying that I see her and I recognize her and I'm proud of her because it's so true I mean I never really thought about that you know as a projector you guys are so tough you manifestors to me I'm just like wow like always in awe but like you guys need that recognition to every every human needs recognition right 100% it's interesting because I remember very specifically, and I don't even have internet, intervision is not my cognition, but I remember very specifically the first time I was listening to, and it was, you know, uniquely about a manifester. And 
while I do have emotional authority, as you very well know, I have kind of pushed that down a lot in my life because I've showed up as a very masculine dominant force for a lot of programming and conditioning for what I've done. And that's the first time I let myself have real tears of just like, oh my fucking God, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. And it was just like, I, freedom has been my word for so long. At that time in 2020, I declared my word for the year to be peace. And that's what I am meant to feel. And it was just like, I've been bumping into this forever, but yet always trying to fit into something else. And it just was like, coat off, gloves off, fuck this. I'm going to be exactly who I'm meant to be. And you know, I listened to everything on 1.5 speed. I slowed it down. Okay. And I rewinded it 15 seconds, 15 seconds, so many times to just hear wow. it again and again, because I didn't want to go all the way back to the beginning. I don't have that kind of patience. So, but I wanted to hear the parts that were so impactful over and over and over mm-hmm. again. It was just like, like you said, it was just like almost, um, the law of some sort, you know, it was just yeah. like, okay, Amy, you know, some higher power, here you go. I know that you've known this for a really long time. Stop being small, stop being quieted, stop, you know, and th- so then I just, we just go crazy. And I think <laughs> you touched on something that's so important for everybody when they find their energy type is how beautiful it is to look for the things that are specific to your energy type to glean more and more. At that point in time, I still felt like I wanted to learn everybody's. I wanted to learn my kiddos and all of that. But if I, if I were to do anything differently, I wish I would have gone a little deeper in my own stuff versus starting to figure everybody else's out. Mm-hmm. I have an open G, so of course I'm always worried about everybody else anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was the retreat that you and I met at that finally had me really looking at my design in a way I had never looked at it yet. And then I right. was like, uh, and it happens when it's meant to. It does. Right. 100. Um, and and if, if the one thing we can all learn is our type, boom, that's always enough. But you and I, that wasn't ever going to be enough, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the people that we consume ourselves and we can, you know, it was one of my favorite things about the retreat was our name tags while it had our name. It mm-hmm. had our energy type, our authority, and our profile. And oh my God. Is, you know, 25 years of corporate America, it was all like all this other horse shit that does, so doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. And it was just like, I had people on the outside world while I was there like, hey, what does she do for a living? And I'm like, fuck if I know. I know her type. Yeah. I know her profile. Yeah. And I know her authority. And that's the only language we had to speak. And I just love it. You know? Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, you just reminded me how much I love those name tags too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dana and Shana, for thinking of that little gem of like, they thought of, they were so thoughtful in their process of this retreat, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about on some other later episode. But this, those little name tags were the best. I want to wear them like all throughout life. I just, I, I wish, I can't wait for the day when everybody just know, like, that makes those words make sense to everybody. And because it was so beautiful to be recognized so quickly in a way that like was kind of just, you know, you have this level of understanding and compassion for people that um, just doesn't happen. It takes a while to happen otherwise, you know, but, you know, off rip, we know you're a manifester, you know, we might be more inclined to just move out of your way if you're on an, on an urge, you know, kind of energy right now, you know, um, knowing I'm a projector, you might be more receptive to allow me to tap out sooner if I just told you I wasn't feeling it or you being an, an emotional authority, letting me know, you know, um, I think it's interesting too, that you said you didn't really dig into your own type. 
uh, so much initially, but um, I, I'm, I think that you were doing that because of the work that you were already doing, you know, because you can't really do coaching type of mentoring type of work without learning about yourself in the meantime, I feel like, right. I mean, while you're, I, I, I think, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little 100%. more on the start of that path, but I, I think, you know, we talked a little bit about that, but um, so I'm sure that you were learning, I think a bit about your energy type in the process, but like the other day when I asked you, I'm like, I asked Amy, um, so, you know, when you've worked with manifestors in the past, do you use the words like closed and repelling aura? Like, to, do you tell them that? Do they receive that? Okay. And she's like, oh, I love you so much, but manifestors don't necessarily like show up knocking on the door to like work. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. So, you know, everyone's process is unique. And like you said, it happened for you when it was meant to, and you received it when you were meant to. And maybe the retreat was the exact right place for it to all like click, click, click for you. I think that, you know, um, sorry, were you going to say something? I was just going to say the biggest nugget at the retreat that I had not looked into enough in my own chart was the emotional piece of it. Mm. Right. Like my main, my son dates in 36, (laughs) you know, I have two emotional waves. My Mm -hmm. incarnation cross is all about emotion. And I think because it is something that I just repressed and stuffed down in a number of ways, my whole life, I was like, I'm not going to yeah. deal with that. I'm not looking at that. Sure. I don't have time for that. I got other shit to do. I got other people to take care of. And then it was just like, it shined such a light. And while at first I thought it was a dark light, it, as it turns out, it's a really beautiful light. And it's allowing me to really open up and honor it and own it and see the purpose that I have and what I'm meant to do and help, and help others. And that is beautiful. That's mm. the piece of it. I really, the three, five, my profile, like I own that shit. I was like, Oh, I'm totally duh. a three, five, you know? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you knew that about yours as a one, four, those things we knew. And I wanted to tell you like me knowing as soon as I walked in the room and met you and found that you were a projector, what I knew about that was definitely give you the spaciousness to acknowledge and recognize you and, and the importance of that and the invitation. Like those were the things that I had. I have a lot, a lot of beautiful projectors in my life. I happen to have three splenic projectors, which I just seem to just blend so well with. And so it, it like your penetrating aura was actually so good for me because I felt so safe. Mm-hmm. It just felt so safe. And I think sometimes it feels very unsafe to be a manifester because um, we don't want to have to explain things. I sure as mm-hmm. shit, if I'm going to inform, don't you dare try to you know, make me do otherwise. That'll just piss me mm-hmm. off. I literally have an example of that. Last week, I made the comment to my partner that I was going to the gym and he started to like say, oh, well, let me do this, this, and this. And I was like, mm. so just informing, mm-hmm. this is not an opportunity for it to be anything other than, hey, headed to the gym type of thing. And mm-hmm. I think in my lifetime, I've chosen not to inform about a lot of things because I didn't want feedback. Mm-hmm. And now I'm seeing sure. that I can be a little bit more empowered and how, you know, um, be a little bit more intentional about how I do it and not have to mold into, okay, that people pleasing way, which is another thing about our type that we can be very conditioned to do. So I think mm-hmm. it's just a learning curve and the learning has just been so much fun and so liberating. And I met you. That's, you know, how I got to meet you. So, yeah. And I met you too. Um, you know, I had a splenic hit, I think, while you were talking about the, um, you know, the part that you didn't dig into. 
that you kind of waited to dig into the most was your authority, you know, and, and a lot of times we hear strategy and authority, you got to start with strategy and authority, right? Like, start there. And that is a great place for people to start. But uh, I mean, just for the record, you are a manifester. So you are going to do things your own way. You may not start at the same place where everyone else starts. But I also think it's interesting, because since I'm splenic, right, I felt um, these these things like quickly, right? That made sense quickly and clicked to me quickly. It almost felt too quick. It almost felt like I was like, whoa, Monique, what? Slow down. You're being crazy right now. Like, what? Take a minute. But like, it did. It, and then the more I leaned into it, I trusted it. Whatever. Um, you know, it 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 was fine. And and I started to see that it was like something that was for me and that was set like really um, settling into me well. But you're an emotional authority, which makes me wonder, like, oh, maybe you had to um, wait and really have the the time to digest the fact that you're an emotional authority. Maybe your body couldn't really blend it all in like mine did quickly because of my splenic. You know what I mean? You needed to you maybe you were still digesting, you know, and um, and so maybe that's why I took a little bit. I don't know. I thought of that when you were speaking. I think it's interesting. That's what maybe it took exactly the amount of time you needed it too, to integrate, right? Like, I don't know. And the thing you said about the manifester or often feeling um, unsafe in with, you know, with certain, um, and, and I, I can see that. And, you know, my best friend is an emotional manifester too. So I feel like upon meeting you too, it was a similar, I got, I understood how to work with that energy quickly because I've, I've worked with that energy for like 20 plus years with my, I mean, not that you guys are the same, she's a five one, but still it's a five, it's a manifester. And it's like, it's just this really uh, beautiful way to, I, what I see it, I see you as this like strong, beautiful presence that like, I want to be near, like it feels good to be near the way that energy moves. It makes me want to move that way. It makes me ignited to want to, you know what I mean? Like that's, it feels good to me. It feels like almost like an honored type of um, experience because it does feel selective when a manifester um, opens to you and makes you feel like that. And to me, that feels amazing. And so I just feel like that dynamic, I, th I don't think it was coincidental that we both fully understood that dynamic too. And then we're roomed together and then got to explore those things even more with each other in a really open way, in a friendship way, you know? Um, and yeah, so what's better than I that? I, nothing, nothing in the world. And you said that so beautifully. And it just like brings me right back to that very room. And what mm -hmm. was hilarious is how many days did it take us to do our connection chart to see <laughs> that when we put the two of us together as a manifestor, an emotional manifestor and a splenic projector, we made a manifesting generator, which like all of a sudden we had the sacral. So we were like plugging in. That was our thing. God, we're plugged in, you know? Yeah. And then we have the channel of Christmas. So we're just hysterical when we are together. And it was just like <laughs> the most beautiful things that could have came out of it did. And you and I both know, like, even if we're on the phone and we're, we feel depleted before we get this energy infusion. And that is real. That is mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. And we've been bumping around this world, connecting with people, repelling people, resisting people, whatever. And now we have words to it and we have, you know, expressions to it. And it, the sense of realness to it is just so delicious. And I'm so grateful for it. And I agree with you. It happens when it's meant to. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's really I loved that. It's so incredible watching that unfold and hearing that unfold for so many people. I mean, we got to hear it in abundance on the retreat. There's so many stories that we were told 
um, so many different perspectives of how people have come into this uh, information and how they've embodied it and how it's changed things for them. But every time I hear something, it's like, it just, it rocks my world. I'm like, God, this is amazing stuff. It really is amazing stuff. And like the more that you really start to um, play around with it and experiment with some of it, because that's really where the fun part is. Like you could learn about it all day, but when you start to like, use some of this info in your life and you start to see it do things for you and you start to really witness how your energy can work for you and how people start to move for you and with you instead of like it's just amazing it's been amazing to me to witness and um I just want everybody to feel that I want everyone to know what that feels like you know vessel of love over here (laughs) shouting out that I want everyone to be able to feel life that way because it should be felt that way and we should be having fun and experimenting with the things in life. I mean, right. What, what the heck else is the point of, of these experiences if we're not, you know, um, living them fully engulfed in them, experience them, not worrying about what somebody else is like feeling about them. It's not their experience, you know, it's yours, right. right? How can we better foster that for ourselves? And I don't know. I mean, human design for me too, has been such a the decision-making thing was a big one for me. So that I think that's another reason that I jumped into my authority right away. Because yeah. once once they told me, like, yo, bitch, you can use those intuitive hits to make your life choices and not your mind, I was like, stop it. Stop yeah. it right now. Are you telling the truth? Because if you are, <laughs> this is going to get real. Shit is going to get real right now. I felt that right away because... I've known my whole life that I had those moments of knowingness. I just, why would I think I could trust that? That is not fueled in us. That is not told in us. And I mean, uh, by any means, you know, I mean, yeah, we're told trust your gut and trust your, I mean, maybe if you're lucky, you're told trust your gut or I don't know, but yeah. Uh, Most of us are taught to go up into our mind mm-hmm. to make that logical thought-based approach. Think about that's what we're programmed in the school system. You know, think, think, think that through, you know, I can, I can hear mm-hmm. that. Was that a good decision? Did you think that through? And mm-hmm. like, no, I made it from another place. <laughs> like I listened to the intuitive wisdom within my body. We've never had the languaging to be mm-hmm. able to share. Well, at least I didn't. My upbringing that was not offered. What I will tell you that I have learned and loved to, you know, chosen to honor about having emotional authority is that statement of there's no truth in the now. I was like, what does that mean? You know, like, I didn't want to sit with that one. I was like, to hell with you fuckers. I'm going to, whatever the truth is, is what the truth is in the moment. But I get it because if I'm in an, I say, I would say that I'll feel a low more than I would feel a high. And if I give myself the opportunity to reflect on some of the lows in my life and the decisions I've made from there, or for the love, some of the things I've said in that place, which by the way, God love us all that, you know, half of us are emotional here. It's not real. Mm-hmm. We don't fucking mean it. Right? It's not personal. It's, it's not no, personal. No. And for all of us, it's undefined like emotionals. It's not personal. I swear. <laughs> I know it feels personal. It feels so personal to me sometimes as an undefined emotional projector person. <laughs> it feels so personal to me sometimes. And I have to perpetually remind myself that there's a really good chance that this human is in some, you know, it's just not personal. And I'm a manifester that's emotional with my conscious profile number as a three. I'm going to bump around. I'm going to try shit. It's all going to be trial and error. And it is not intentional. And sometimes I don't even know where it comes from, which 
you know, believe that or not, but that is the truth. Now the highs that I can, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's such a great idea. And then the next morning I was like, what the hell was I thinking? I don't even want to remotely <laughs> do that. This is why we say, God, that's a great idea. I'll get back to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't say yes right then because there's just no truth in it. And I feel like that is what I'm really learning and leaning into. And what I was curious about for to ask you is how has this changed how you parent? How has oh, this it- shifted? Like, you know, just because you've got a seven-year-old, my kiddos are 21 and 23. And so while we were at the retreat, I sent them a text and I'm like, PS or BTW, I think it was <laughs> everything in our life from now on is all about human design. This is a non-negotiable mm-hmm. love your mom. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I mean, it's changed. It's, it's really, really for me, helped me parent in a way. I mean, my daughter's a projector too. So um, for me, it really, I really saw the power that human design can have with parenting and with the, with the, again, it it goes back to having an extra level of understandingness and compassion, really, once again, even when it comes to parenting, because that's really what it boiled down to a bit in this example. But um, the example that I always tell people is I used to get up in the mornings with my daughter, we get ready for school, she'd be brushing her teeth, and I would be trying to do her hair at the same time. And she would have like, she would hate it. She would cry. She would get annoyed. It would become this back and forth thing with us. I would end up crying sometimes because it was like early in the morning and I'm just trying to get to school like on time and not be late because, you know, my relationship with time is a little different than most. But um, I am a I'm a right brain, right minded. Um, I have three right arrows in my chart. I'm a pretty fluid flowing type of person. I can jump around to things and, and go back to them if I want to or not. It doesn't really if I have defined hard and and I, you know, have a defined mind, I kind of like have a clear way of operating when I'm and so for me, this seemed like an an irrational thing for her to like have a, 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 I don't know, a feeling about feel whatever it was, but it became, it quickly became morning after morning, this like these minutes of meltdown. And I hated that I was starting her day like this and like trying to get her back in a good mood. And, um, and then when I learned about, uh, and at first I didn't know a lot about the arrows, but when I learned that she has more left in her chart, she's got three left arrows like you, she's left-minded, left-brained. Um, she has consistent digestion. So uh, one thing at a time is very good for her. That leftness is about structure and, you know, how her whatever. Um, she, um, she has a lot of openness in her chart um, with a defined G and a defined heart. So guess what? She likes to do things a certain way too and um, likes to be herself too. And um, and I have alternating uh, digestion. So back and forth, like I can, you know, do this one way, one day and whatever. All of these things that clashed, right? And so in these moments of me learning about her design uh, versus mine and also I have quite a bit of definition for a projector. I have like five defined centers and she's got two. So I'm conditioning her the most as her mom, right. Or one of the people the most in her life. So she's feeling my like rushed energy in the morning. My undefined root is like trying to get my life together and like get out of the house on time and like feeling like, a, you know, a, Oh my God, you know, and she's feeling all of that while I'm like, come on, brush your teeth. Blah, blah, blah. And she's consistent and it feels like annoying for her. She's smell cognition. Maybe like this. I don't know. There was so many things that as I was learning it clicked 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 in my mind and I'm like oh my god I'm like this like the next day I just built in like three more minutes into my morning and she brushed her teeth and then I did her hair and it was a whole new day Amy it was like wow we both walked out of the house happy got to school on time nobody felt 
rushed. Everybody was happy. Like, it was like, and I immediately was like, wow, this is information that everybody needs to know. And like, just for parenting purposes, even if you don't want to fix yourself, dude, you're going to be a better parent, like at the end. And like, it's just, um, again, but it goes back to the level of understanding and compassion that I gave for her to be her right in the end. That's all it really was. Um, And as parents, we feel rushed, though. We always feel rushed and, you know, pressured. And I mean, at least I do. I guess I can't speak for all the parents, but. Well, I have an open heart and open sacral. So, you know, it's (laughs) like, I never know when enough is enough. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's quite serious. But it it is. It's such a game changer when I learn both of my kiddos' designs. And I've obviously taken a lot of time to look at their charts. Mm -hmm. And it's like a deep reflection on, wow, how I did things so differently with them as kiddos. And my daughter's a generator. Can you imagine how different that is to be a manifester mom, to have a generator? That God love her. She had a ton of energy. Like from the mm-hmm. second she came out, she was saying full sentences, full speed ahead. And she, you know, she was very inquisitive. Like she's got a lot of definitions. She's got seven defined centers. I do not. Mm-hmm. Right. And divine head, divine mm-hmm. mind. I do not. Both mm-hmm. of mine are open. And so we did a little bit of this alpha female thing, like a lot. Right? Yeah. She knew. She knew she didn't question things like I questioned things. You know, I was interested in hearing other people's perspectives. She didn't need to. You know? Right. And, and it wasn't that she was stubborn. She was consistent. Like she had mm-hmm. consistent energy flowing to and through there. And I mm-hmm. had a little bit of potential, you know, conditioning going on from whatever she was thinking or anybody else that I was around. Mm-hmm. And then I had my manifester son, my second one. He's also an emotional manifester. And he was literally chill AF, like no joke. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Thank God. Cause they're only two years <laughs> apart. I just felt like it was a gift from the heavens to have one that was just so chillax. Mm-hmm. He's such an observer. And of course he was because he has a lot. He only has three defined centers. So he's got a lot of openness. So he was just busy watching her seven centers all defined and just take, you know, and it just, it's interesting while I didn't intentionally parent them differently, I just did. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that I that caught on to um, when I was learning was that open G center, how critical our space is how incredibly important that our literal space mm-hmm. is considered sacred. Don't move my shit around. Don't dishevel all my stuff. Like, and that was one of the things that I honored. I never touched his room mm-hmm. because he's got an open G too. I just, I never touched his room. It was just like, you know, I don't know why I didn't. I didn't want anybody messing with my shit. Maybe that's why. I Manifestors understanding this of each other. I just thought too, it's got to be challenging really um, to be in a, a manifester with this emotional authority because you have these quick urges. You want to move. I mean, that's like kind of how your energy is designed to look and you're meant to, right? You're meant to act or say or whatever these urges, but you also are meant to honor your emotional authority or, um, you know, some of the, I guess, bigger ones, or how do you navigate that? Do you kind of like use your, do you use your instinct? Cause you have a defined spleen too. I mean, you have intuitive knowingness right in the moment. Do you, do you feel like that's a challenge for you because you have a defined spleen? So you have, I mean, there's no truth in the now for you, but is there, I have relied on that spleen <laughs> a lot. I think that so I, I wonder... just totally dismissed my emotional authority my whole mm-hmm. life. Just said, eh, quiet, you quiet. I'm, I'm not listening to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in what you have to share and I'm not going to honor it. And I think, I really think that most of my life I showed up as a man, Jen, 
in my corporate world and single mom, all the things you just, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. what's next? What fire? Who needs what? I really do think it was very, very instinctual. The decisions I made and mm-hmm. a lot of split second ones, not a lot of, well, I'm going to see how I feel about it in the morning. I never had to, I'd never, not only, you know, everybody always has time, but I never gave myself the time. It was mm-hmm. like, Nope, I need to be definitive for these kids. They didn't need uncertainty in their life. That that's, right what I believe to be true then. Right. And now I'm just like, just sitting back and be like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to think about this for a bit. Not think about it. I'm going to wait. I know when I'm neutral. I know right. what neutral feels like. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. So both of my kiddos are emotional. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm trying to invite them. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things they, you know, wake up in the morning, you know, I'm just in a low, just and making that announcement to anybody that's in your life so mm. that they're not busy wondering what the hell's wrong with them. Nothing. Mm. There's just so much that gets to be offered because I think, unfortunately, we're in a world that's so quick to just like numb it in whatever way, whether it's Mm -hmm. medication, whether, you know, it's any, in a substance of any sort. And instead, if we can just honor it and be like, yeah, two shall pass and we'll move on. Right. With our day. Yeah, Yeah. no, I mean, you know, I am fully passionate about the emotional authority awareness movement. (laughs) I don't know. We have to like start that shit because 50% of the population, I was just telling my friend about this, like the other night, like 50% approximately, right. Of the population are walking around here with these emotional waves, maybe multiple ones. If they're lucky, like you get to be colorful. (laughs) They get to color life in ways unimagined with those waves, Um, which thank goodness, thank goodness for your waves. How how else would I feel emotions, Amy? How else? I mean, it's so, it it speaks so much to, you know, there's that, um, oh, phrase of, you know, that you become the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. Some people say even more than that, but let's be real. Like, you know, especially in the last two years, for the love of God, how many times do we get to spend time with five people? And You know, and it's just like, you, it's so like the, the phrase after that is like, choose wisely, you know, mm-hmm. but, but we, if we understood their type strategy, authority and profile, like just in some, you know, their open centers and where their potential for conditioning we would have such a different level of compassion for what they may be going through versus just the lens you're seeing them through without knowing these things. And I, I think it just gives us the opportunity to just have a, you know, sense of community that is up-leveled in such a way that the impact that we get to make is so much greater than what we're currently doing because we're busy bumping into each other and thinking, God, you know, taking things wrong. And why did they mean that? And so much judgment and so much harshness and so much negativity. And I'm not available for any of that anymore. Mm. And so I always try to look at, you know, in anything that I've done with any of my education and coaching, it's like trying to see them at their younger self, not having one any of their needs met. And now this is just like a next level of information and data that gives us such a resource library to understanding someone and the better that we understand ourselves and others the better that we get to be with one another and you know the openness that we get to create i literally cannot imagine my life without this information i can remember it without it but going forward i cannot fathom navigating my life without this it has made that big of an impact and monique i have never said that about anything in my life Oh you know, my God. So yeah. As you're has, saying that. Yeah. Go, yeah sorry, it just, go ahead. It's never, it's, I've never had something 
whether you, we refer to this as a system, whether we refer to this as a modality or a gift from the gods, it's just, I have never had something that just feels so right. And there's, there is no right or wrong from where I, but just so, um, the, just a licensure to just be exact. Yeah, correct. You know, it just feels good. It just feels really, really good, really high vibe. And that like, it's available to all of us, right? Yeah. This information is available to all of us. Yeah. As you were saying, um, I felt the same. I, I feel the same. I feel the same. I couldn't, I can't imagine. Um, I can't, I can remember my life before knowing this information, just like you said, but I cannot picture it moving forward without it. It is that important. It is that important. And, you know, I didn't really feel, I didn't think that for the whole, when I first learned about this, you know, I knew quickly as I started learning about design that this was going to change my life for me. I knew that quickly. Uh, again, the spleen, she knows so many things now I'm learning, but um, she was talking to me a lot and those days early, I remember just being like, this is going to really change how I think about myself. I remember knowing that I did not know it was going to change how I parent. I did not know it was going to change how I do relationships in my life with my mother, with my partner, partners, if you know, whomever with, um, my coworkers with, I did not know the the importance of it, um, like in the way that we're talking about it now. I didn't know that right away. I didn't realize how, um, I thought that this was another thing that I was learning about that was going to, you know, be a tool or like you said, a modal or what, um, because, you know, I was on a get self-aware type of journey, like a lot of people are these days. <laughs> and, um, yeah, right. Thank goodness. Uh, you know, COVID did that, man. I'm sorry, yes, but it, it did. did. That you know, year, there are a lot of gifts that came out of that. When they yes. shut down the world that year in 2020, <laughs> some things came up for people mm -hmm. and it needed to, I think. And for all, I mean, I know that that was right around when things, uh, my, my, mine started to crash a little bit before that, but still, there was a self-awareness journey that was building up and then 2020 added to that. And I think that that happened for a lot of people, whether they wanted it or not. Um, and um, that's how the universe does things for us sometimes, right? Whether we want it or not, but what's um, what's for us is going to be for us. I think um, was another good lesson of 2020 because we quickly felt like we were missing out on so many things, you know, in our lives that we were so used to. Um, and then also quickly learned, um, the things that are for us are still there for us. Yes. Uh, you know, all of the people that we didn't connect with over time, the ones that fell away, well, they fell away for a reason, you know, um, and the ones that didn't, didn't, and never will probably, you know, I mean, but, and the jobs that didn't, you know, wait for you or the jobs that laid you off or whatever, however that went down, because everybody lost work during that time. Right. Let's, and that is an important thing. We're not disregarding that. Right. But, um, like there was no work for me in my case, you know, and, and I had to just sit with myself some days at home day after day after day after day, which is something, I mean, I was living my best man gen life too for many, many years, right. bar, <laughs> bartending my little fake energy sacral away and running, you know, 12 hour shifts and going, going, going and parenting. And, you know, uh, my marriage was uh, dissolving and all of these things. And then 2020, I mean, there was a lot of halts that happened in 2020 yeah. where I had to just be like, okay, now it's just me, <laughs> me looking at me, looking at me, looking at me day after day after day. And, um, 
really cleaning house, so to speak. I mean, literally in my case too, because let's face it, I am a clutter bug. Um, when you were talking about how your space matters so much as an undefined G, I'm like, oh, maybe that's why sometimes I'm like, okay, if my house doesn't, I'm like, I know I'm good. <laughs> my defined G is still feeling safe, even if my house is a little like disheveled. But, um, or uh, maybe that's my mind making an excuse, but who knows? Um, I just think that, um, I think that it, like we just said, COVID, COVID year 2020 was a benefit in some way because um, I do feel like I've heard this embarkment on the self-awareness journey happening more and more and the, you know, rise. And, and so, and even human design, man, people are talking about it. We're not the only ones here, Amy. That's I know right. that we keep hearing yeah. about it more and more. I feel like, you I know, know, maybe our antenna is more turned on nowadays, but still. I think just the awareness to what's possible has shifted in such a way. I mean, I think the pause that happened empowered a lot of people to then recognize the differences that they were experiencing during the, the great pause. Like, mm-hmm. wait, do I have to do it that way? Does that have to be something that I start back up again when the world was still spinning when I wasn't doing that? And that's a lot of work that I've done, you know, with a lot of my private clients. It's like, but wait, you, everything was still surviving without that old rapid pace of the hamster wheel of the life that you were living. Are we sure we have to go back to it? Or is that a story we're telling ourselves? And then when I get to take them to their design and show them that it's not meant for them to begin with, and then they start giving themselves that open permission mm-hmm. to, live, to live into it. It's just so delicious to witness mm. that unfolding and I love it and we're on the journey too right mm-hmm. like we're, we're still in the experiment ourselves and I forever and always will be that's and the best so. part of it for me I like being on the journey with me people you know mm-hmm. and like I said I mean you learn not so everyone like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we're, not everyone is for everyone right that's a lesson learned too that's one that's a pill I had to swallow too as a projector and a manifester you know we're not for everyone not you know i mean we're not no no type nobody is here to be for everyone but let's face it there's a little bit of enveloping auraness around the generators that is not offered always to my penetrating aura and ass or your closed and repelling aura that's just a different feel that we give sometimes right I so give the little you know, flick you off my shoulder flick off like, the shoulder and i'm always like poke on. poke 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 <laughs> i'm gonna poke <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna see into your soul and tell you all about you what you don't want that right off the bat what's wrong with that yeah um <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you all the things that i'm thinking and that i'm you know that are actually feel like they're true for me and you're not probably not gonna like that either so <laughs> and I'm you just, keep, that's and it I and you're gonna walk talk. away after I am, is what you're I gonna am. do <laughs> And I don't want to sit through any boring surface level bullshit because like I'm just going to fall asleep and my whole being is just going to implode. (laughs) Yeah, me too. My right brain, right mind is like out the window daydreaming of that bird in the sky. If you're like talking about surface things. Um, Yeah. I, um, we covered a lot. We have covered a lot here. I hope that we covered how design has built into our lives and why it was so important to us because that is where we started so let's circle back to that and let's land the plane as they say right (laughs) um so let's um i hope that you guys were able to gather how important design is to us and how it's changed our lives i think we made that part clear um i hope that you um get to learn more as we keep digging into this because you know we're gonna anyway and um yeah amy do you want to add anything else well we're gonna do it with you know um 
the invitation to receive this information in a way that best serves you always. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of laughter and humor sprinkled into this because we're the fucking channel of Christmas. So we're hysterical <laughs> to begin with. And so, you know, we, we want you along for the ride if you want to be. And our intention is, is to cover things that will have impact in your life. And that can have you possibly seeing things differently because that's what it's offered us. Mm-hmm. And it's offered us a whole lot more acceptance and love and appreciation mm. and understanding and compassion and all the things. Mm-hmm. And that is the intention that we hold when we're sharing this because that has us experiencing life on the most elevated level that's possible. And we're going to continue to do that as we decondition from the things that aren't meant for us. And we want everyone that wants to be on that ride with us. That's how I feel. Yes. God, it'd be so perfect if you could just get up and walk away now, <laughs> because that's what the, that's what Amy would do at the retreat with the retreat that we met on. This was a thing that this manifester would do. And I wasn't the only one to say this. Even the people teaching us the things were saying this. Everybody was saying this. She would drop these like perfectly like said manifester informative knowingness things. And then she'd be like, yeah, and that's it. She'd like walk off and we'd be like, head left spinning. Like, wow. Yeah. She's totally right about that. Oh my God. I've never thought of, oh, just changed my life. Boom. Impact. It's just crazy. But that's just you being you, not even thinking about it. And so that is what we hope to offer everyone listening that that um, wants to do this ride with us, because um, I'm going to offer my projector guidance and my viewpoint and and in all the ways that I can and tell my uh, lived experiences, because we both have. Um, you know, personal view. We're not going to front with that. It's definitely going to be from a personal perspective here, but um, definitely quite colorful. Um, yes, a colorful, emotional, instinctual uh, project manifestor perspective, blended uh, type of thing. And and we hope to um, really, you know, get on the ride together and enjoy all of this time. I know we're going to, so we hope that you guys do too. Amen. And uh, on it. that note, we'll. Uh, We'll talk to you in the next one, I guess, and and see what comes up. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.